Well, welcome to another episode of the Deep End with Ed podcast. On this podcast, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, we want to talk about life's purpose or the meaning of life. Please share this podcast with others and follow us on Instagram or Facebook at The Deep End with Ed. However, before we jump into The Deep End, let me offer a lifeguard tower moment. This week, I want you to find a school crossing guard, a teacher or a school custodian and give them a gift card and tell them that their service matters. I want you to go out of your way Find that crossing guard, find that teacher, find that school custodian and just give them a gift card and tell them that, hey, they're doing a great job and that their their service matters. So now let's jump into the deep end. The deep end. The deep end. With Ed Robinson. The deep end. Our topic is, are you living your best life? Are you living your best life? King Solomon once said, to everything there is a season and a time and to everything a purpose under heaven. Solomon is trying to remind us that our lives are a season. We are only here for a season. We're only here for a certain amount of time. And what are we doing with the time that we have? How are we making the most of the purpose that has been given unto us? And I don't know about you, but that is an age old question that I've often asked myself. What is my purpose? And am I living my best life? And maybe you're like me, you're struggling, you're going through the process, you're trying to figure things out and how do I get to where I'm trying to go and how do I know where to go and how do I make a difference? How do I make the most of the gifts, the talents and everything that has been bestowed upon me? Again, that is something that I think most of us human beings struggle with about trying to live our best life. I know for many years I struggled with that, and not that I have it 100%, but I think I got a pretty good uh, grasp on the purpose why I'm here on earth. And uh, there's been a series of things and steps that I've gone through to help me to get to where I am. And I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but, you know, uh, the struggle is real, as they say, you know, day by day, you're trying to find your way. You're trying to get to where you need to get to. You might be on a job and you can't stand your job. You might be involved in a ministry and you just it's just not working out the way you wanted it to be. You may uh, have arrived to the highest academic attainment that one can do, PhD, a graduate, a professional level, a lawyer, a doctor, or whoever it may be, and you just don't feel satisfied. You may be an athlete at the top of your game, male or female, and you just feel like, wow, man, something is still missing. You might be a multi-millionaire, even a billionaire, and you know, it just seems like everything is vain. It's vanity. It just doesn't add up. And you may say to yourself, in the words of my brother Raymond, what's really going on? And you ask yourself those things. And again, we all wrestle with that. We all struggle with that. We all have challenges with that. And so on this episode, we hope to explore some questions and some, some things that will help us to really kind of narrow down and get to 
really what our, our purpose is and give you a little sneak preview. At the end of this episode, I'm going to ask you to write what I call a life mission statement, which is really a, just just something that clarifies who you are to remind you in all of your endeavors. You might be a business uh, owner and you know things seem to be going very well, but something seems to be missing. I still don't have that, you know, that <clears throat> whatever it is, that get up and go for it type of thing that you once had. And so there's ways in which we can really explore our meaning and our life's purpose. Let me be real clear on this episode. I'm not the guru. I don't have it all together. I'm not going to, I don't have all of the answers and say, hey, by the time you finish this episode, you're going to have it 100%. It is a life evolving process that we go through, but it's something that I think all of us should deal with. Think about when we go to school, whether from uh, elementary school to middle school to high school to college, uh, life often life purpose is not taught. We didn't learn those things in the books, you know, of what, you know, we may have learned about goals, but we didn't learn about what is my, the meaning of life? What is the meaning of my life? Not life in general, but the meaning and the purpose uh, of, of my life. We learned the three R's, reading, writing, arithmetic, and we learned, you know, English, and we learned history and geography, and we learned, uh, you know, how to type and do various things. But we didn't really, well, some of us learned how to type, but we really didn't learn all of the things about our life's purpose. I can't tell you the number of conversations that I've been involved with, with friends who have, I mean, just done extremely well by society norms, society standards. They've gone to school. They've become professional uh, dentists, doctors, lawyers. And then all of a sudden they tell me, Ed, you know what? I'm doing something totally different. And I just often wonder, like, wow, man, you invested all of that time, all of that money, and how could you change up? And I just didn't feel fulfilled. That's the number one thing that people tell me. It just, it seems like, Ed, there was more for me to offer. And you might be in that situation right now where, again, you're on a job, you're in a career, you're doing something, and it's just like, man, there's more to it. When I think of the job, I think of it as an acrostic or an acronym, J-O-B, just over broke. You know, you're at a point where you're just doing a little bit to survive, doing just a little bit more to stay ahead, to pay your bills, to do the things you need to do. But there's, there's the meaning is not there. I mean, the feeling is not there. The purpose is not there. The hope is not there. The passion is not there. And so... These again, things that we all wrestle with, you know, from the from from the from the police officer to the pope and everyone in between, you know, that we often come to that age old question: What am I here for? And I and, and if you if you if you're struggling with that, I want you to know you are not alone. You're in good company with a bunch of us uh, individuals who are trying to figure. Uh, this thing out, and when I and when I think about you know uh, life's purpose, I think the the one of the ways that I look at it is that how do how does one define purpose? What does purpose mean to you? Everybody has their own set of dictionaries and lexicons and and various ways and how they define word. But what is purpose? What 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 is my definition of purpose? 
You see, my definition of purpose may be different from yours, and therefore I can't overlay my purpose, my definition on you and vice versa. So I think it's really important to get clarity, get to swim lanes to know, okay, what is it my purpose? What is it that I'm designed to do? What is it that I like to do? And then the other thing I often ask myself is my values. What are my values? You know, traditions change, uh, uh, historical context, various things, they, they may change. Uh, you know, attitudes may change, but values is something that, for the most part, that kind of remains the same. You know, it's, it's, our, it's our North Star. It's our anchor. It's what balances us. It's what strengthens us. It's what keeps us going, you know, to make sure that we're staying focused and being true to ourselves. So understanding what are my values? What what is it that, you know, what is that that that, that I, I believe in? Uh, what is my integrity? What is it that, you know, that I just, you know, I, I it's uncompromisable. I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna uh, compromise uh, 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 my core values. So thinking of things like you know, that, thinking of my values. And then I think about even life experiences. All of us have life experiences, things that we've gone through. What are some of the things that have had uh, meaning to us? I remember when I used to work at St. Francis Hospital in Linwood, and I was a dietary aide, which simply translated, I served food to the patients that were in the hospital and then I would often take the uh, food trays up to the floors and then I would collect the menus. I got to tell you, it was the coolest job I had. I was in high school when I was doing this and I did it all the way to my freshman year in college. And I had a lot of fun. I mean, there were kids there from all of the schools that were all around, you know, Compton, Dominguez, Centennial, Linwood High School, Locke High School, L.A. Jordan High School, Southgate, Huntington Park High School. We had them from all over and we all connected and we got to, you know, establish some lifelong relationships. But here's the thing that became very meaningful for me was when they would ask me to take the trays up and the menus to the patients. And I would go in, deliver the food, and then I would I would uh, often uh, help individuals to fill out their menus for the next day. Some individuals couldn't read or write or they didn't understand, you know, the menu. And so I was there explaining it there as a teenager. And I got to tell you, those moments, those experiences, what they did for your boy was that they they, they, they just gave me a, a, a serious um, feeling of fulfillment as relates to service, service to others. You know, my service to others didn't start at the hospital. It actually started, you know, uh, with Susan May. Susan May was my mom, and my mama raised us and seven sisters and and, 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 and two boys. And, and I remember, uh, you know, mama would have us washing the windows, and mama would have us washing the walls, and mama would have us max, uh, not waxing, but uh, washing the floor, mopping the floors. And, and even though uh, my brother and I were the only two boys, uh, Mama would make sure that we were in the rotation of washing dishes. In other words, serving 
our family first and then going out and serving others. And I and I think about experiences like working in a hospital and the and the the, the brightness and the smiles that it brought to uh, some individuals' uh, faces when we would help. Now, everybody I went in the room, they weren't always happy with us, but for the most part, they were. And that was an experience that was meaningful to me, and it carried all the way through my adulthood when I would go out and do volunteer projects, whether it was Habitat for Humanity, whether we were uh, cleaning up a park, whether we were uh, operating at a food uh, bank uh, where we were, you know, giving food out to individuals, or even one of my favorite ones is the Compton Initiative. And we would go out and paint people's homes. And all of those things are a link into what my, really, my, my life's mission statement is all about. How do I serve others? And I'm just very grateful and very thankful that I had an opportunity to go out and to learn those things. And I'm still uh, at, at a point where how can I serve others? What can I do to make a difference in someone's life? How can I make someone's life better? I often ask myself, you know, and I tell individuals when I'm, when I'm talking with them about trying to determine the life purposes, what is it that you're passionate about? I think about that. What am I passionate about? It doesn't matter what others may think, but what am I passionate about? You know, you think about goals. You know, we we are, we live in a goal-oriented society, and we have goals, but our goals is not necessarily what defines us. Our goals is that gets us to our destination, and then once we get to our destination, we either are fulfilled or we aren't. And that's why I said earlier how you'll see individuals, they become these professionals or they become, you know, the greatest athletes. They become entertainers. They become all of these things. And then they really feel like, man, this is not really all what I, what I, what it cracked out to be. I, I, I really thought it'd be more to it. It's part be, partly because their passion uh, is missing. It's partly because their purpose is not there. What is the purpose? Maybe I did this because somebody else wanted me uh, to do it. And so, again, finding ones what they're passionate about. And I believe that, you know, when you find that passion, it will drive your purpose. And when you drive your per- find your purpose, it's going to drive your fulfillment. And when you have your fulfillment, there's joy and there's everything else that comes with it. When I was 19 years old, my mother used to always write. Uh, my mother was doing journaling before journaling became very popular. And she would always write poems and various things. And at the age of 19, I wrote a poem, and it's titled Life, probably one of the very few poems I've ever written. I used to write back then, but this was uh, one that I'll never forget. It's entitled Life, titled Life. It says that if you think you're beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you'd like to win but think you can't, it's almost a sense you won't. If you think you lose, you're lost. From the world, we find success begins with the person's will. All right, that's I'm, I'm mixing it up with my my poem. All right, let me let me back up. I'm mixing it up with my poem. Um, uh, if you think, I get so excited about that. But the poem that life, life is no fairy. Life is extraordinary. Life is to live and to live right, and not like a thief who prowls at night. Life is good and sometimes bad. Life is happy and sometimes sad. And yet, the funny thing about life. That there are those of us who like to scream, fuss, and shout, but that is that. But that's they don't even know what life is all about. And so that was a poem that I had wrote at the age of nineteen, 
And so, you know, again, finding one's purpose, you know, I threw in my if you think poem on top of that, and then I had to get back onto my purpose. But again, really understanding that. And I wrote that poem at a very dark path in my life when I was going through some difficulty, difficulties, and it really has bowled or served me well over the years. So again, finding out what is my passion. And then sometimes one can ask themselves, what is the vision for my life? We don't often think about that. You know, we talk about that in corporate America and in nonprofits and uh, various other organizations. We look at, you know, what are what is the vision statement for this company? And then if you go to marriage retreats, they have these uh, uh, vision uh, statements for your marriage, which is they're all appropriate. But one area that is never really talked about a lot is what is our vision statement? What is our vision for our lives? How do we see our lives going? What is the, the, the trajectory? What is the path? What is the, what is the goal? What is that I'm trying to do with my life? And then finding full purpose and meaning for that. These are just some, again, these are just some things that your boy goes through to try to really kind of, you know, help me out to get where I need to go. Uh, so again, going through life and all of the things and the challenges that one uh, deals with, you know, we struggle with this question all the time, you know, finding the meaning of life. What is the meaning of life? How can I do something that really matters? And think about this, you know, when you think about money, money, you know, there's an old saying that all money ain't good money. Yeah, I know it's not proper English, but, you know, sometimes you can think about that. People try to get us to do things that don't match our vision, don't match our purpose, don't, mat don't match our intentional uh, intentionality, don't, matter, don't match our uh, whatever it is that we're here to accomplish. But think about money, because money is a medium of exchange. You need money. You need money to buy and exchange and do the things you need to do. So the question that I often ask myself is that if money wasn't an issue, what could I do or what would I do? If money didn't hold me back, what would I do with my life? How would I drive my life? What would be the purpose if I'm not, you know, driven solely about money and, you know, how much I'm going to make and so forth? I've seen some people who were, by society standards, were pretty poor. But they were very rich in how they lived their lives. They were unencumbered by life and all of the issues and didn't have a lot of stress and worry and anxiety. And I used to always scratch my head because I thought money, once you've made the money, wow, you know, that, that, that's going to solve everything. But again, on the other side of the continuum, I know individuals who are very wealthy or very well off who are sitting at the top of major businesses but when you talk to them you can see the sadness even in their eyes you can tell that they're not fulfilled they may be driven but their purpose something seems to lack something seems to be missing i often thought when i was younger man you made x amount of money uh, you had it made in the shade you know it was all good in the hood so to speak you had everything you know you needed but then i realized that you know it's really not about you know, the money. It's about, you know, what can I do with that money when I do make it to be, again, of help, to be of value, to be assistance, to come alongside someone else. Those are the things that, again, 
we again that we have to think about you know when you look at it and for those of you that are listening to this podcast i want you to really really kind of look introspectively it just simply means to look inside yourself and find out what is that core what is that north star what is that anchor what is that motivation what is that thing that just fires me up that wants me to make me get up every morning and do what i need to do and do it again those are the things that really it starts with ourselves. And, and, you know, we can get people to help us with clarity around our life purpose, but only we can answer the questions. Only we ourselves can know exactly what it is that uh, we need to do, should do, could do uh, to make sure that we are walking in our purpose. A, a man, a woman, a boy, a girl who are walking in their purpose uh, will be on top of the world. And it may not be, you know, their name is known everywhere. They're recognized around the world or they have fat bank accounts or anything, but they are they are making some huge strides in what they do. And then I think about even legacy. I think about legacy, you know, when our lives are over, you know, how will individuals remember us? How will they remember me? Uh, when my life is over. That's something that we ought to think about, you know. Or I often think that if my children were uh, speaking of me at a, at, at, a, at my memorial service, what would they say about me? How would they describe me? And if things aren't, if I have a little, mm, you know, I really didn't teach, treat my children right, maybe I may want to back up and go and do some things right, make it right. Which leads me to another question. I, I'm, I'm always asking questions. I'm always thinking and trying to process things, which helps me to move forward. But there's a there's another question that I think that we ought to always, each of us ought to always challenge ourselves with. I'm not trying to get morbid on anyone. I'm not trying to get anyone nervous, overwhelmed or whatever. But think about this. If I only had six months to live, what would I do differently? If I only had six months to live, what would I do differently? It is August of 2021. In six months, it would be February of 2022. And so if I knew that I only had six months, how would I change my life? How would I adjust things? What would I do to make things turn out in a whole different way? And it might be that, you know what, I need to write a letter to someone to apologize to someone. I need to forgive someone. I need to go visit someone. I need to start that business that I've been sitting on for years. I need to write that book. I need to uh, go out and, 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 and purchase that home, remodel my home. I need to lose the weight. I need to bring my family back together. You can go on and on and on and on. If you think about it, if you only have six months, in other words, what I'm saying is sometimes we need a little fire lit up under us because we can get very comfortable with the way things are. And that old saying, if you always do what you already, if you already do what you already did, you will always get what you already got. And sometimes we got to just shake things up. Sometimes we got to look at things from a different perspective. Sometimes we have to be a little more time sensitive, time oriented to make sure that we're moving in a direction that we could. And, and, I, and I'm just very grateful, you know, for life. And, and, and I think about all of the things that 
life has to offer us, the surroundings and the sounds and the senses and the things that we see and we observe and we can take advantage of. But think about that again. If you only had six months to live, what would you do differently? How would that change your life? What would it do for you? What would be the motivation to get things done? And think of it that way. You know, if I only had that amount of time, I think most of us would, you know, get to moving, so to speak. We would do, in the words of the Godfather of Soul, the late James Brown, we would get up, get up off of that thing and start moving. And so some of us, it's time for us to get up off of that thing and to make things happen. Because, again, life is precious. Life is fragile. Life is, is, there's a purpose. There's a meaning for us here. Everyone has something to offer. It matters not whether you went to college, whether you graduated from high school, or even didn't even go to middle school or whatever. You have something unique, something that's different, something that the world is missing. Your story needs to be heard. Your story needs to be told. Someone needs a deposit from you, a positive deposit that only you can you can uh, uh, give to that individual. So that's why I admire the individuals who I see that are some of the best cooks and uh, some of the best bakers. They don't even know the recipes. They may not be able to write well. I've had family members like that. Uh, they may not be able to read or, or well, but they can make things. I'm like, man, that's amazing that you know you're using your purpose to 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 really make a difference in somebody's life. You might be a football coach, or you may be a coach in general, a sports coach. You might be a member of the clergy. You might be a leader in on your job. You might be a parent. You might be a step-parent. You may be a foster parent. You might be a grandparent. You might be an um, a, a assistant, uh, whether you're an executive assistant, whether you're a project manager, or whether you're a director, whatever it may be, you have a purpose here. And the main thing is getting clarity around the purpose, because your purpose is not your job only. It's not your ministry only. It's not your bank account or your education only. It's really about how can I make a difference in the life of someone else? That's what it's really all about. And, you know, you think about service. Everybody wants to be great. Everybody wants to be able to offer something to others. And I was looking for this quote that Dr. Martin Luther King um, said, and I thought it was very powerful. And it says, he says, and I, I do quote, if a man is called to be a street sweeper, he should, sweep, he should sweep streets even as Michelangelo painted or Beethoven composed music or Shakespeare wrote poetry. He should sweep streets so well that all the hosts of heaven and earth will pause to say, here lived a great street sweeper who did his job well, end quote. That's really what it's all about, you know, really making a difference. So our coachable moment, our actionable item, our, our takeaway, our assignment that I want you to do for this week is I want you to write a one to two sentence life mission statement. A life mission statement is a sentence that really kind of summarizes your life, that tells the individual who you are. You don't have to put this out on social media, on a billboard or anything, 
but it's something that reminds others they'll see it demonstrable in your life, but it reminds you how to stay true blue to yourself. So, for example, uh, my life mission statement, which, by the way, can be altered, changed, adjusted at any given time, edited or whatever. But mine is really simple. It is to intentionally be of service to others while maintaining balance in my life. Let me say that again, to be to intentionally be of service to others while maintaining balance in my life and translate it every day, every day. Ladies and gentlemen, I look for an opportunity to be of service to someone. It might be me going to Costco and I see uh, sometimes the ladies, especially the senior ladies and senior uh, gentlemen, they're lifting these cases of water and I can see the struggle and I make a beeline to go over and how can I help them? Or it may be a situation where you go into a um, restaurant or eatery and someone is sitting outside the door and they say, sir, I don't want any money, but can you buy me something to eat? What can I do to, to, to make life different for them? How can I give somebody a bottle of water or what can I do? So I'm always looking for opportunities. I'm telling you, if we open up our eyes, the opportunities abound. They're all around us. But notice what I said on the second half of that, to intentionally be of service to others while maintaining balance in my life. And sometimes we can get out of, you know, out of, out of balance or we can get out of whack or we can get our time schedule mixed up where we're so busy doing other things that we don't take care of the home front. We don't take care of ourselves. And, you know, think about when you're on an airplane and the uh, flight crew always tells us, you know, in the event of cabin pressure drop, put on your mask first and then help others. So, you know, make sure you're taking care of yourself and balancing things while you serve others. So, again, that's what we, uh, we we hope that you will do as it relates to, again, trying to answer the question, you know, am I living my best life? The best life is not having a whole bunch of money. It's not having the big houses and all of the cars and all of the recognition, but it is having a fulfilled, a complete, a purposeful, a just a heartfelt, a, a meaningful life. And so I, I, I thank you very much for, again, listening to uh, this episode of uh, the Deep End with Ed podcast. Uh, we ask that you will follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Deep End with Ed. I'm very grateful for the multi-talented crew that helps me with this uh, podcast, Austin Roach, Nicole Robinson, uh, Dr. Danielle uh, Jenkins. Uh, they're the crew that helps me on the side and give me advice and so forth. And I'm very grateful uh, for that. Also, I just want you to know that uh, the Deep End podcast, uh, Deep End with Ed podcast is a Beyond the Mask production. And um, I'm very grateful, you know, for that. So the Beyond the Mask conversation production is really what's carrying this particular uh, uh, podcast for us. So I'm very grateful and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Deep End with Ed podcast. Thank you and have a blessed week. The deep end.